The views and opinions expressed on Live at the Barbershop are entirely those of the host, guest, and caller and do not reflect the opinions of Live at the Barbershop or its staff. Viewer's discretion is advised. The following podcast is intended for mature audiences only and contains adult contents, graphic language, strong sexual contents, and a whole lot of shit talking. So in other words, get your kids out the room. Here we go at the Barbershop with your hosts, Misha J, Aaliyah, Black Republican, and those two crazy Caribbean guys from the Q&N show, Norris and Q. The man of the hour, Mr. H-N-I-C, Mr. Sleep When You're Dead, Hustle Now, The Magnificent. Yo, yo, son. What's up with all that? Oh, uh, I was just trying to amp it up, you know, like... Oh, oh, okay, all right, yeah, I'm, all right, I'm with that, I'm with that. John, 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 live at the Barbershop Podcast. Good night, good night, good night, y'all. What up? It's Friday night once again, we in the shop. What's yeah. going on? Live at the Barbershop. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Tonight, we are going to make it happen. We've been trying to get this this special guest on the show for a hot minute now. Yeah, yeah. And we made it happen. Finally made it happen. So, without further ado, let me just introduce the crew. I'm your host for the night. My name is John John. To the left of me is my man, Yo Q. Yo Q, what it do? What up? What up? The shop is officially open, man. It's your boy Q, man. Welcome back to the shop, man. Yes, sir. Okay. Live and direct. On time. No job. All live. It's my girl, Sassy. Sassy's in the building. What's good? What's, What's up, family? Look, look, you will love this. I, I got pen and paper. Yes. I'm ready oh to take God. notes. Yes. We got the my student people. is in the house and on time. I'm my here. My peoples. My <laughs> people. Yes. We cook yes. It, we cooking up a crazy recipe yeah, yo, tonight. It's going to be on tonight. It's a recipe. Next on the hit list is my girl, Aaliyah. Aaliyah is in the building. Fresh off of vacation. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Ah, fresh off of vacation, yes. Yeah. I'm we not fresh off vacation. <laughs> no, no. Not this week. Not this week. In a couple weeks. In a couple weeks. In a couple yes, weeks. okay. Oh, yeah. We spoke about it many times before. Yeah. I know a lot of us, you know, you know, you know, you you used to hear those those war stories of people putting putting their kids, you know, their kids' name for the water bill and the light bill and all it. And then when their kids turn a certain age, their kids went around, yo, I can't get no, I don't have my credit as Jack. Your mom did it to you, you know what I'm saying? So I guess for tonight, it's gonna break everything down. Yeah. Just like you know when they say you got that cook up, yeah, that yeah. good work. You know, Aaliyah, you cook. You know what I'm saying? You know, when something good, recipes on point, it makes you, it does good things to you. You know what I'm saying? So so it's a cookout tonight. Oh, it's a barbecue right now. (laughs) This is a recipe book right here. You know what I'm saying? This is the credit recipe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Author. Yeah. Author and friend to the show, my man. Without further ado, 
Ralph Johnson is in the building. Yo, 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 yes. What's up? What's up, Mr. Johnson? Yes, Mr. Johnson. This is second Johnson in the building. We got yeah, yeah. we gotta put all the Johnsons together. What's going on? Oh, you gotta unmute. Unmute your um your mic. Yeah, yeah, man. What's going on, y'all? Hey, good, you good. Okay. Yeah, man. Shot town representer. What's good? Uh, how y'all feeling okay. today? We're good, we're good, <laughs> man. Everyone been it's a pleasure. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. After tomorrow, after tomorrow, everybody will be cooking from the beef. They stuff back in order. That's what we're waiting to see. Okay. So the credit recipe. So let's just who is Ralph Johnson? Break it down. Uh man, uh a humble kid. Hungry, you know what I'm saying? That became a man. You know, I just I just had my 30th birthday, guys, last Thursday. So, Happy uh, birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> so yes, so very good. Very ambitious, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm all for family, you know. I'm just man, mm. that, that's that's Ralph. A good heart, a big heart. I do anything for my family, anything for my people. That's just that's me. That's me, y'all. Actually, now um credit consultant from Chi-Town. Now, you know, I don't know, do you ball? Play ball? Yes. Okay, so why not a basketball player? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what got you into the credit world? Like, what got you into that? It, it's it's crazy because uh, I, I went to college. I played college football. Okay. Um, I was highly recruited by big schools, um, but I ended up wanting to be, you know, closer to the house. So I ended up going to a smaller school. And um, man, it's, it's, I went to school for business. I always wanted to go into business, didn't know what type of business, but I just knew I wanted to go into business. And then, uh, man, the crazy thing about it is I had, I had met this guy and my dad got a lot to do with it too, my pops. You know, he mm -hmm. kind of influenced me a little bit about credit and he was, he was heavy in the real estate game. And, uh, it just kind of fell into my lap. You know? And I, I, didn't, I didn't think that it was gonna, you know, grow into something big. I thought it was going to be just like, you know, a small business, a side hustle, you know what I'm saying? But then it just it just grew into this magnificent, crazy thing where I've helped hundreds of people and uh, wrote a book, of course. And I'm actually I have a mentorship course now where I'm teaching people how to do credit, how to understand it, you know, all of that good stuff. So it's good. OK, yeah. so let me ask you now. Um. Let's break down certain things. Um, I'm gonna go into small pieces of the book, and we have dozens of questions. Yo, I was bombarded, <laughs> bombarded questions. with questions. I'll, I'll be ready. Yo, they got so many questions that they want to ask, but we want to dive into parts of the book. Yeah. Um, how did you even come about writing the book? Um, man, my family, man, you know. My kids, my wife, my wife was like, you know, you need to, um, you need to write a book. You need to do something. So I was like, uh, you know, she's an author guy. She has her own, she has her own publishing business and she's, uh, she's edited maybe four or five books. Um, my mother-in-law just came out with a book. You know, we, we like a family of authors, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, um, she kind of, you know, she influenced me. She said, look, you've been in the game almost a decade now. Imagine guys, I started when I was 19. You know what I'm saying? Wow. 
Okay. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, that's a long time. A long time. You need to write a book. You need to share with these people. The people that I can't reach, man, I'm in Chicago. She wants, she like, you got to touch the nation. So write a book where everybody can get their hands on it. So that's why, you know, that's what motivated oh me to write God. the book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, facts. Facts. Okay, so let me ask you now. Um, Chicago, a very diverse city. So in your hometown, did you fall victim to what most of our people fall victim to before you got into mastering the game of this credit situation? <laughs> did you fall victim? You know, when you got that first credit card, you know, you were probably fresh out of high school and you just start hitting things up. Foot Locker's your best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, the night is in days and... <laughs> Especially the Jays. I know the Jays. The Jays I know is in your club. <laughs> you know what? The, 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 I'm going to have to be the devil's advocate, guys. I really, I, I didn't I didn't know nothing about credit. All I knew was, you know, I had my student loans. Um, That was really it. You know what I'm saying? I had, you know, a couple injuries playing football. So I had a couple medical bills and stuff that was on my credit at the time. Um, And, and I didn't really go credit card crazy until I, Got into my twenties, really. I mean, that's that's when I really like. It was like post, you know, college is when I like. Okay, you know, this ain't the right thing to do. You kind of <laughs> like, eh, you know a little bit, but you you know. And I ain't gonna lie, a lot of this knowledge, guys, come from trial and error too. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it comes from trial and error. Although I'm only thirty years old, guys, I man, like a lot of it comes from me, um, just making a lot of mistakes, learning from my mistakes, and, Absolutely. and my people what to do and what not to do, yeah, yeah. basically. That's yeah, but That's I, didn't, I didn't go crazy with the malls and swipe for the Jordans and the Nikes. I didn't do <laughs> that. that. That wasn't my story. <laughs> but you, 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 you also had a, a, a strong family support. I mean... Yeah, you well, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your family's in the building. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My wife, uh, my, my sister, my brother, my mom, my mother-in-law, uh, my whole family, man. Everybody's uh, yeah, everybody's, everybody's they, checking they, in right now. Yeah, I, 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 we see the family checking in, man. I see the whole yeah, family checking yeah, in, man. Yeah. Family, we love you, man. I think my okay, pops so. here too. Uh yeah, it's just you know, everybody checking yeah. in from all over, you know. Yeah. So now let me ask you now. All right, so Broke down different things in the book. I, I'm, I'm going to play ignorant. So I want you to break down majority of how the different segments of the book and how you went about it and how you go about educating everyone on it. Because some of the other guests in the room didn't get a chance to, to read the book. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to, you know... I want it to just be on a level ground right now where you can explain it once for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So like so, you're going to different segments. Go ahead. So basically I, I, I wanted to make, you know how you guys, I, I'm not to bash anybody else's book, but it's like, you know, you guys aren't, it's not, it's too complex. You know what I'm saying? You guys are like, man, I, it's like, I want to get it, but I really can't get it. Like, you know, it's like, it's like you want to, um, you at college and, and, and you sitting right there in the classroom and you just looking at the professor like, okay, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. what I did was I tried to make it as simple as possible, make it a very easy read for right. a, a kid to understand. Like I've had, you know, a few of my supporters who said that they bought the book for their children, you know, to, to read because it's so easy to read. You know, I break it down really good for the people to understand because I really want everybody to get this information and get this knowledge. So I really broke it down, you know, really, really made it very simple, you know, so. So there yeah. was a segment in, in the book that I, I was on a flight when I was reading the book. Mm -hmm. And um, this particular segment in there where you, where it broke down how to write into these different credit bureaus mm -hmm. to argue out the, the, the different credits and the, um, the disputes and different things like that. I found that very interesting because, I, again, for myself, I didn't know some of this information. Like, I didn't know you can dispute certain things, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. check on it and stuff like that. So that I found very interesting in the book, you know what I mean? And you went into great detail on, in that section also. Yeah, it's so you know where you even gave example letters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, so a lot of those letters, guys, those are actual letters that I actually use for my business mm -hmm. or for myself um, that I've had just over the years, you know, in my Rolodex, you know. And I was like, okay, it's one thing to um, tell a person what to do and how to do it, but it's another thing to give them something to feed off of. And so I knew that you know our people needed something to feed off of. Uh, as far as like giving them a head start and giving them more of like a format uh, right. to, to get started. And so what I did was I, uh, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna put some, you know, some formats and some templates in here to kind of get you, you know, get everybody, give them that head start that they need um, and that ammo that they need for this bureau, you know. Uh, and on my website, I got a DIY kit that I got as well, okay. more levels involved, you get what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, anyone? I right, yeah. So we should start off with what is credit and why is it important? Credit is life, y'all. <laughs> wow. Credit is life. Wow. It, 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 it's very important because um, you know you need it for everything, and it's and a lot of people don't even know that credit is spiritual too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's spiritual, guys. Um, when, when you know when God gave you life. He gave credit when he gave mm. life. So, um, you know, a lot of us don't quite get credit. that. But yes, when, when right. God gave you life, he gave you credit. And when you go to these like American Expresses, you go to Chase, Capital One, you know, these big companies and these loans and stuff like that, um, you're giving them life. There, there's mm -hmm. no there's no business without, without you. you. That's true. Never, yeah, you giving, them, like you know, you're giving them you giving them life. Credit is life, yeah. And we're walking credit, literally. Walking, breathing credit. That's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good look on it. That's a never, good look. That's a good spin. I never thought about it like that. Thought yeah. about it like that. Early in the green room, you and Q had a discussion. And yeah. I found that discussion very interesting. I'm gonna let you Gonna let the audience know what you were talking about. Yeah, well, what I, what, what I was saying earlier to you in the green room is that um, a person back in the island, we in the island, it's it's not about credit. It's all I'm much about credit. If, hold on, if, hold on, hold on, my bad. Yeah. Which I, wait, wait, before you do that, I yeah. want to see if he understands you in your regular tongue. 
<laughs> Dr. Johnson, no, we're going to play a little game real quick. No, my bad. She's been so many Johnsons. But Mr. Johnson, hold on one moment. I want to see if you can understand our native tongue. Okay? Go ahead. Speak to me. Speak to him. Okay, what I'm trying to say. No, that's to you. not your native tongue. <laughs> your, your <laughs> <own voice. laughs> All right. Now, have you been in Jamaica? I have not. Okay, this is your first lesson. Right so if you can understand him, book a vacation. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. As a person or as a man from yeah, Jamaica, what I'm trying to say, you see, in Jamaica, earlier, no, maybe things are, have changed. But now he's gonna put the accent on heavy. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I won't understand. Well, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that we don't grow up on a credit system. All those things, credit cards and stuff. If if we get in a car, you're getting a, a house, whatever you're getting, you will rather save that money under your bed until you achieve that money to buy a car, to buy the house. You put it little by little. If 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 you if you hear that 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 house get robbed, you will leave so money with that house because we normally save that money, put it together, or let someone. But for a person like me you now who comes to America, doesn't know about it, hear the critics saying a lot of things about the credit. Oh my God, credit will make you this, and they will take this from you, and you would, it messed up your life. What is my first step? in getting a credit card the first move i should make if it's offered to me so what i would do um if i was in you know in that predicament right what i yeah. would do is i would uh i would go and ask my parents right i would say you know some of our parents got good credit a lot of us our grandparents had good credit you know our mom and dad you know they was like us they run up the credit cards so <laughs> i would do it <laughs> I would go to grandma and grandpa, you know, or mom, if mom got good credit and say, mom, look, I'm trying to establish some credit. I don't want to start off with the little $200, $300 limits, right? Um, mm -hmm. So you add me to your card as an authorized youth, right? Um, what that is, is you basically, you piggybacking off of your parents, your friend, whoever, you know, card that you're on, right? And uh, you're inheriting their credit history, right? So now, you went from no credit to having some credit, right? Yeah. So now when you apply, it looks like you have credit now rather than, you know, you fresh out the gate, no credit. They offer you a little discover, give you $300 or something like that. Now you can get a bigger limit, you know, and uh, kind of work a little faster, work your way up a little faster that way. So uh, that's how I would go about it. You know, um, that's what I'm teaching my children you know, on how to build credit and what steps to take, that would be their first step, you know, so they will get on my card or their mom's card, you know, and, and we'll build their credit up. And then so, go ahead. So also a person like you is one, also one of my first step consultant. Should you, you mean, should you talk to a consultant? Yeah, talk to somebody I, like, in, I, like I'm, you. I'm pro consultant. Like, just like we go to an attorney if we get in trouble, we go to the doctor if we get sick. I will go to a an experienced, you know, credible that that's you know vouchable, got receipts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 
that to go to and get some advice as far as yeah. or some you know um, mentorship type of thing to learn credit. That's what I would do okay. because guess what's going to happen? That money that you're paying for the mentorship will be the the money that you will be wasting off the mistakes that you will make by not knowing. You get what I'm saying? So you will it save a lot of money yeah. by having a mentor. So I highly okay. suggest that you guys, you know, get mentors. I mean, we got a lot of credit mentors out here. You got him filing. You got myself. It's a lot of people out here that, you know, have mentorships that are very, you know, reliable. You get a lot of value out of it. And it's a great investment. It's a great. Okay. Yeah. We're going to piggyback off that answer right there because we have two of our, um, two of our regular people that check into the show. Big Sugar out in Georgia. He was asking, should you get um, should you put your kids, should you get them a credit card or put them on some at an early age? And if so, what age should you try and get them credit? Okay, so it's different for each like company. Uh, for mm -hmm. example, um, Discover allows you to put your child on the card at the age of like fourteen or fifteen, right? Um. Capital One doesn't have any age restrictions. So it just depends on what company that you're, you know, you're dealing with or what company you got the credit card with. And all you have to do, you know, if you really want the information, just call your, you know, your credit card company up and say, hey, I want to add my daughter, my son, you know, to the card. What is the minimum age restriction to be added to the card? And I know some don't have age restriction. Some is 15, uh -huh. some is 16. So you just, you know, you just got to get that information from your credit card company and, and see okay. what. I will start building this as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Some people also advise adding them as the, like you said, the authorized user, but not actually giving them the card. Correct. Okay. You don't, I mean, I'm not going to get my son. <laughs> my son is great when it comes. He's only what? He's, he's eight years old. He's great when it comes to budgeting, saving his money. Right. But I'm not going to give him that freedom to go and swipe crazy with my car. Cause he like, you know, he liked the playstations, the Roblox mm -hmm. and, <laughs> like all that stuff, and I know you're crazy, so yeah. I yeah. do not recommend you giving access uh, to you're giving your children access to the credit cards at all. You know, until they you don't want Amazon Amazon calling you saying somebody put an order in like that kid did with his mother's right. credit card. You got a PlayStation Five coming to your door. You like where it come from? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I, yeah. And then another thing, too, guys, like good. with with. Like, for example, when they get in high school, right? So, like, six, 15 to 18, right? Um, what you can do is you can add them to the card and, and give them their own, like, restrictive limit. So, say, for mm. example, if your card is, like, $5,000, right? But you only want your daughter to have access to $500 of the $5,000. You put a restriction on their card. And what happens okay. is she can't go over $500. You know? Okay. Yeah, so you can do that, too. You know, I didn't know that was possible. That's good to know. Thank yeah. you. It's a good one. All right, I got Mark from out of BK. And he was asking the same question that you gave Q just now as far as being a secondary on, on the card. But he what, what he was asking is a little bit different. What he's saying is if he's a secondary on the card, should he wait until he builds back up his score before he branches off and get his own card? Or it really doesn't matter at this point. Just go ahead and do it because they're going to well, check it and your score is going to shift again anyway. Well, well, that all depends on, you know, 
and I always tell everybody this, it all depends on how your file is set up. So, for mm-hmm. example, if he started from zero, from scratch, right, and, and he gets added to two of his uh, family members' credit cards, then he can start building credit almost immediately as soon as those uh, lines pop up on his credit file. But, for example, if he got a couple medical bills, for example, lingering on the file, after being added, he want to take care of those medical bills first before building because he could possibly get denied, you know, for having those collections on his okay. credit, you know, after Man. being added. So it just depends on how your credit file is set up. That's Man. a good one. You 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 eat that you eat that one on the spot. The medical, medical bills. The yes. medical well, bills. You know, here's the thing. You hear people what? say all the time, don't pay medical bills. They don't I ain't gotta pay, pay no medical bills. bills. Ain't troubling my credit. It's not showing up. It's not coming. What? What? Yeah. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all something real good tonight for the people I, who's doing. And I, we appreciate you guys for appreciate all you guys for viewing my family and everything. I'm gonna give y'all a treat. So, back in 1933, uh, the United States went bankrupt, right? Mm-hmm. So we, so so our system just basically plummeted, right? And so what they what the United States had to do was they had to create a new system for us to keep going. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so what happened was uh, that's when the credit system came into place, right? So our <clears throat> the United States we're we're backed by the the faith, uh, the full faith and, and credit of the United States, right? So anything that we get on credit, it's technically um, it's technically paid for already, pretty much. Uh, so with so with the medical bills, right? I don't know if you guys ever seen your bill, but your bill don't come into a negative. It don't come in a negative balance. Come in a positive balance, right? Mm-hmm. That's credit. That's that's credit. That's okay. statement. That's that's credit. So um, I hear this a lot with people who got medical bills, right? Yeah. So we are living, breathing people, and we have a lot of power in what we think, right? And so there's a there's something that's called uh cease and desist right a cease and desist left so if you look up 15 us code uh 1692 c is in cat it talk about uh it's, that's the fair debt collection practices act right and th- those are our rights that commerce gave us you know um as natural oh, people um and just being consumers right natural consumers and so what it states is that you know, if you uh, if you send a letter in, a cease and desist letter to these collection companies, i.e. medical bills, you got a, uh, I see a lot of like uh, tickets, you know, stuff like that, a, a utility bill, anything like that. You send them a cease and desist letter, it talks about that uh, the company has to seize all debt collection activity. And that, and that includes credit reporting. Wow. Credit oh. reporting is included in that. And what happens is, um, there's another uh, sub chapter, which is uh, 15 USC 1692 K is in That's that's the um, that's the remedy section. So that's basically it's stating that if they don't comply with the with the laws or with certain things that you're doing as a consumer, then mm-hmm. you have a right to uh, basically they they're liable. It's, a, it's the civil liability section, so they're liable to you, right, the consumer for not complying. Okay. So for each violation is a thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Oh. Right. Mm. So for each violation is a thousand dollars that they don't comply with the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. 
So and, and it's a few other acts. You know, you got the Truth and Lending Act. You got the Fair mm-hmm. Credit Reporting Act. You know, you got the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. There's a lot of different laws mm-hmm. out there that protects us, guys, from, you know, medical bills and stuff like this. So when you mention, you know, not to pay your medical <laughs> bills, you know, yeah. technically <laughs> it's already paid for yeah, because you have you hear stories of a lot of people going bankrupt for oh, hefty medical bills, like you know over fifty thousand dollars worth for like yes, chronic health care. So yeah. I guess they they just responded too late, or and that's the thing. You know what? I, I'm, I'm glad that you touched on that. That's the, the scariest thing. thing. Consumers should never file for bankruptcy. Only corporations should file for bankruptcy, mm. right? You a consumer. Your, your your credit your credit is your life. So as long as you breathe it, you get what I'm saying. You're never gonna be bankrupt. You know, as long as you're here, you're never gonna be bankrupt. And so the only entity that should file bankruptcy are corporations, companies. That's why you see Donald Trump mm-hmm. filing bankruptcy. I was about to say, I was just about to call his name repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you know, we we're we're naturally not supposed to do that, and it, it's like they try to put us in a box. Of a corporation, mm-hmm. which when you're born, they do. You That's what they do. They take out a corporation on you. They do. The they birth do. certificate? Yeah. The birth certificate. Yeah. Your social security card. Yeah. With all cap letters. That's your corporation. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a corporation. So they, but, but the thing about being a human being and being a, you know, having a spirit, right? You can decipher between the two. You know, mm-hmm. like I always tell people, play the game, but know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play the game. So learn the credit game, but know who you are. Know know what type of power that you uh, that you hold, and enforce it, and enforce yeah. it. And I feel like a lot of our people that look like us, you know, yeah. we, we weren't taught to enforce, Mm-mm, you know, right. the rights that was given to us, that was God given, not not no man, but God given to God. us, and, and enforcing right. it the right way. So yeah, it's just man, it's yeah, right. we gonna we gonna definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really appreciate that explanation for the for the medical one, man. Because uh, you go into the doctor's office, he, he says, he says, he go dig up them. them no, 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 no. <laughs> he says, no. he going in the garbage can tonight. <laughs> that, that's a lot of thousand dollars. I but know, I'm just saying. I know. Peace and assist. Guess what? If they don't. For example, right, if, if you send them the letter and, and when anytime you send something off, whether it be to the credit bureaus or, or you know, you're doing you're, you're taking care of your business, you always want to have a uh, record. So you want to send everything off certified mail with a return receipt. So it's a green return receipt, which is they have to sign with a signature stating that they receive the documents, because what happens is a lot of these companies, you know, once you catch them on a bluff and you, they see that you're serious, they'll lie and say, well, I never received it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but now you got that you got that green return receipt and that certified receipt proving that yes, you guys did receive. It. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you're going to the doctor's office too much, man, and they say yeah, you're going to be okay. But when that bill come, you know, it, it, <laughs> you catch not, a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> man. But a friend of uh, a friend of mine, she she asked a question. Um, what's what was the question? Use um does a Capital One on a Discovery card tells who you are? Definitely, it says who you are. Compared meaning, to American Express, black. Yeah, yeah. It says <laughs> where your position at. A friend of mine was di- was debating because he actually says, uh, 
you see them little capital one and they send a lot of those to me but nah, it doesn't make sense i got that chase and mm. the discovery doesn't you know it's not important. so it, yeah. to them to him what he's saying but i'm saying what does it says when you when that's the card you're pulling out oh you mean as far as if he did get the card yeah yeah what is it says you're this low oh uh, credit rate was yeah Meaning okay. the card. I'm, I'm trying no, to... no. Like what? Comparing to comparing it to like the American Express charge exactly. card. Like charge cards are different from credit cards. Okay. Please explain explain to the, the viewers about the difference between like charge cards and credit cards. So okay, yeah. bro. Yeah. So with credit cards, guys, um, you you can carry a balance. You know, I, I recommend you not to carry a high balance, um, to to basically you know maximize the points. Your FICO score, that's the really the only score that the banks go off of. You know, when you look on Credit Karma and you like, my credit score say 750 on Credit Karma. Mm -hmm. Then you apply for something, they send you a letter, it said, it said 600. That's because mm -hmm. it's a vantage score. The vantage score is just for advertisements. Um, banks mm -hmm. don't use vantage scores. They only use it to basically advertise and stuff like that. They go off the FICO score. So you want to use the FICO. You want to go off your FICO. And you want to use a reputable site like Experian.com, MyFICO, Identity IQ to give you your actual credit scores, right? Okay. And so to stay on point, she mentioned what's the difference between a credit card and a charge card. The credit card, you can keep a balance on. I suggest you keep it between 1% and 10%. The old way was 30%, but you're leaving points on the board if you had 30%. So, for example, if your score is at like a 650 and all your cards are at 30%, you're leaving a lot of points on the board. When if you had you paid it down to one percent between one and ten percent, so the closest to one percent that you get, the more you've maxim maxed on maxed out on your points, you've maximized your uh your points for your credit score. Uh, and with the charge card, whatever you spend during that billing cycle, you have to pay back before the closing date. Mm -hmm. So for example, if your closing date is on the fifteenth of every month, on the sixteenth, you can go spend five ten thousand dollars, right? Um, and say and say your closing date is on the the 29th of every month, right? So you want you can run the card up all you want. So say you spent ten thousand dollars for this particular month. By the 29th, you better pay that ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's the only difference, you know, between the charge card and the actual credit card. You know, I got someone else that just chimed in on that. Maria, she said on that point there. You want to know um, um, what's the best? Is it best to pay your bills on the due date then or on the statement date? And if it's the due date, how does that work? Okay, so on the I, I always recommend you pay your bills before the due date. Okay, so three days before the due date, you know, because the reason why is because um, you want them to report accurately. So, for example, if you pay your bill on the due date, right, and they and, and you paid your card down to 10%, right, but your balance, you spent a lot that month, there may be a chance that the company don't update in time because you paid actually on the due date. And so now your credit report is going to reflect uh, that, that, that amount that you actually used, even though you paid it off. So now your scores are going to be a lot lower than what they should be, even though you paid it off, you know. And I think I got one of my... One of my guys on here who called me this morning 
about something similar to what, what we discussed. <laughs> yeah. So pay before due dates. Three days. You want to pay three days, three to four days before you do that. Yes. Okay. So that it, so that the information um, can update correctly to the can reflect. Cause you know, you know, what type love to wait for day. I am. <laughs> I hate to pay that money out. That's what it is. <laughs> we gonna be right here. Oh, they pay that. They pay it at four fifty nine p.m. on the due date. <laughs> Aaliyah, go ahead. So, okay, um, the same thing applies to like home loans, correct? Correct. As far as credit, so I have my question is probably going to be a little complicated. So. When I got my house, I'm trying to take this from out of a personal type of view, but <laughs> let me just ask this way. Are you able to buy a home and not ha have to pay for it? You really want to go, you really want to go down that rabbit hole? Yeah. <laughs> she told us it was going to be complicated. You really want to go down that rabbit hole? I don't. Okay. I didn't want. I don't. I don't want to really get into. I, I, I'm gonna say my this. situation, I'm, but I, I'm gonna say this. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I know. You know, it's a public platform, so I'm not going to say. Don't pay your house, right? Uh, pay the bills. But. But there, there are ways um, that that are out here if you enforce it correctly, to where you won't have to pay for your home. Your home is already paid for. Exactly. Um, yeah. So when you you answer my question, so yeah. my my next question is this: mm -hmm. um, in doing so, in the process of doing that, say okay, so say if if your loan instead of going to like a, a company like um what is it penny penny uh penny mac or is it penny mac freddie mac penny, freddie. oh freddie mac freddie mac freddie mac but it's another one called penny something penny, mac. penny mac is that what it is penny mac okay so right yeah so they penny have a lot of they have a lot of those um uh, they finance a lot of homes so it the thing is with my house right now my house is at my loan is with a collection agency and not on in like a fha or anything so a collection agency has my loan and my loan my home does not show up on my credit period they don't report, and they don't report if I don't pay. Well, uh, I'm gonna say this: you in one of those special situations <laughs> where where your home loan doesn't report. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you: you know, uh, I don't mind because I can go get another house if I want to. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna say this: you're in a good situation because your your credit file is not carrying the debt, so your DTI looks very low. When it's not that's reported. what I'm that's 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 why yeah. I said so your DCI looks very low. So so the probability of you going to get other loans are high because you're not if your your file is not reflecting uh high um debt to income. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And most of us our homes are our most valuable or 
most expensive um, credit credit files, right? Unless you got a Rolls Royce or something like that, that's 300K. (laughs) But, you know, um, for the majority of the people, our homes are our most expensive purchase. That's the debt that we we carry, right? And so uh, depending depending on uh, what you uh what type of loan you have if you got a um fha for example right you can get a conventional loan it's more money down so you there you can't get multiple mortgages i'm not gonna mm-hmm. say you can't you can buy another home but you can't get the same type of loan so if you already have an fha you can't get a second fha how are they gonna know that if they don't see it well they have systems right so we go, and we're going to go into that. And this, I talk about it in my book, too, about the mm-hmm. secondary uh, credit reporting agencies. So that's other, there's other credit report agencies outside of Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, right? Mm-hmm. So you got, and I'm going to just name a few. You got CoreLogic, SageStream, Innovis, right? So those are, those are the smaller credit report agencies that uh, basically hold data about you, right? And having the mortgages in that data. So although it's not showing up on Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, best believe it's showing up in the small, one of the small. Mm-hmm. When you're going into underwriting and, they're, and you're trying to get clear for a mortgage, right? They're going to see that you already have a mortgage, even though it's mm-hmm. not showing up on the actual credit file that they look at. You know, because when you go on underwriting, they look at everything. They look at the yeah. other bureaus and stuff like that. And that's when it's going to come up. And that's when they're going to tell you, oh, you got a second mortgage. We can't. We can't. So realtors won't be. Realtors will be able to see this too, or they won't. No, not real realtors. No, but like your loan officers, people who are working on the actual loan, those are the ones that are going to see your realtor. I know. Officers, after I closed, after I closed on my house, all them people got fired. The <laughs> underwriter, Jesus. the person who signed the, the uh, realtor, and the person who. Um, who uh, who um the finance company the lady who who did my loan they all three of them got fired. Sound like yeah. Sound like so what I need to talk to you about and we are gonna talk about this later. She the mob. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Ali, when is your book? I need to talk about not having to pay. That's that's what I want to discuss. Hey, I hooked that up. <laughs> we're, we're offline. <laughs> I'll say, hey, Mr. Johnson, look at her. I'll say, guys, there is a such thing as consumer fraud, okay? And that and that's basically the, the corporation committing fraud against the consumer, not mm-hmm. the consumer committing fraud against the corporation. So, guys, it go both ways. We just don't enforce it, right? We just don't enforce it. So, um, there is a such thing called consumer fraud. So, for example, guys, me. And I, and I always say this. I, I just don't talk about stuff. I actually live this stuff. I do this on a day-to-day basis. So for me right now, right, I had bought a Mercedes back in uh, 2017, 2016, something around that time. Mm-hmm. And the dealership uh, basically told me, okay, this car had no accidents, clean mm-hmm. Carfax. They gave me the real clean, you know, looked look as though it was clean Carfax, right? Mm-hmm. And I signed it. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So after I purchased the, the, the vehicle, about two months later, I get something, uh, I get an alert saying that the car has structural damage. Now, management, mm-hmm. I ain't got into no accident. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I ain't filed no claim. I'm like, how does he got 
Like, what is this? So come to find out the car was actually, it was in an accident. And they yeah. didn't smoke, right? Whoa. Okay. Wow. That's consumer fraud, guy. And mm -hmm. I'm in quote with them now. I ain't going to say no names for right. disclosure issues. But yeah, we 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 about that life over here. <laughs> I mean, I discussed it with several people and nobody can give me an explanation of why I'm in the situation that I'm in. I know the reason why I'm in the situation I'm in, but they can't give me an explanation as to why. And I think it's more steps that I need to take in order Absolutely. to. Yeah. Absolutely. And I. And what I will say is this, I, I would, there's a book called Unrebutted Affidavits Stands as Truth, and you can find it on Amazon. That's one of the books that I read, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm forever a student, guys. I love to teach people about credit, I'm forever a student. And in that book, it, it talks about, you know, the power of the affidavit and how, you know, how to structure an affidavit, how to put an affidavit together, and uh, how when you serve a, a corporation, so for example, your mortgage company, right? You serve the finance company, whoever, you know, was over your mortgage. You serve them an affidavit, right? And all you're stating in the affidavit is fact. You know, I got this loan on this such a day. You guys violated this under the Truth and Lending Act, right? Mm -hmm. So the Truth and Lending Act, guys, is anytime you get a loan, all institutions fall under Truth and Lending. I mean, they have to be truthful when they're lending, right? But a lot of companies they're not. are not truthful, guys. Okay? I'm going to just say that. And a lot of our people have gotten, you know, screwed over, may I say. Mm -hmm. And when you, when, if you look up that law, and that's 15 U.S.C. Uh, 1602, that's where it starts at, truth and lending, right? And if you just go down the subchapter, it talk about, you know, what the uh, the company, what the, what the guidelines and the procedures are for the companies and how they're supposed to go about it when giving, you know, when extending it out to a loan. You know what I'm saying? Giving you a loan or getting a loan from a, a company, right? And uh, a lot of them are true. And what a lot of people understand is that, you know, as a consumer, we have a right to rescind, right? Mm. We have a right to rescind, and that's 15 U.S.C. 1605. A is in alpha. A and B. I want y'all to look that up and talk about the right, your right to rescind on contracts, loans, anything pertaining to installments, right? A mm. car loan, a mortgage, you can rescind those contracts. That's your right. Mm. And what happens is by you being the one who created the credit and you rescind it, right? You're you the originator, you get to keep any collateral that was involved in the in the agreement. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's the right of rescission, guys. And uh there's affidavits called right of rescission affidavits. So you want to mm. learn how to structure that, you want to learn how to create those. You know, write a rescission affidavits, and uh, you can you can serve the corporations with these. And the and the great thing about it is, is that corporations are dead corpses. That's why I call them. Yeah, they're corporate yeah. dead. They can't talk. Okay. They only can talk if we allow them to talk. We give them the power yeah. to talk, right? Mm -hmm. So if you serve them an affidavit, uh, they it's like you kind of it's like you just you, you putting them in a, a lose lose situation because they can't respond to it. And then after mm. 30 days, if they don't respond to it, um, and they it, have to, it stands as law. Okay. there stands as law. Yeah, it stands as law. So, um, and these have to be filed at the courthouse. How does that work? So, a little, little yes. bit. With, with the with the with the right of rescission affidavit, 
you want to get them notarized. Any okay. any document uh that that you send is is that you send in legal document that you want to be basically so a notary is to like, the courts. Any document you send to the courts, you want to notarize. Any, any, anybody, even if I send yeah. you a document, right? It's a legal document once I notarize, right? Okay. And then it'll hold up in court. So yeah, that's why. That's why. Oh yeah, because written written stuff don't hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Without I'm not giving you know I'm not giving y'all no legal advice. I ain't no attorney. <laughs> I put that out there, but you know, these, these are just things that I highly suggest. You know, you guys look into, do your research yeah. on, and just learn your rights as a consumer, right? And um, after 30 days, right, um, when the corporation don't respond, now they are in default, okay? Okay. So they're in default. So whatever whatever it was that you stated in that affidavit, basically is going to get granted because you put them in default. And the next step would be filing a lawsuit, right? But... You have to give them an opportunity to cure. So you send them a letter called a default slash opportunity to cure letter, basically stating that look, I sent you an affidavit, you didn't respond correctly. Because the only way mm -hmm. to respond to an affidavit is with another affidavit, line by yeah. line, right? Mm -hmm. And they can't do that. And so now um, they're in default, and you may not have to get to the last step, but you have to send them a default opportunity to cure letter. And they may say, okay, well, we'll settle or we'll do something. You know whatever the case may be but you got some that are like we don't believe you. so now it's like okay mm -hmm. believe now i'm gonna go down to the courthouse and i'm gonna file a lawsuit or if you don't want to take that step guys just hire a consumer law consumer mm -hmm. law attorney and they'll do it for you and oh. they'll be glad to do it for yeah. you yeah know, because the law states that if you win a um you know a lawsuit right yeah. Uh, the attorney fees are included, so that's separate from what you get. So your attorney is like free money for your attorney. So they love to take on these. Things. I love it. <laughs> they love love it. Yes. Yeah, so if they basically give it to them, then we just get lazy and say, ah, I'm I'm not gonna go. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got somebody in house also that want to ask some questions here. All right. All right. This is going back to um on the credit card. On the, the credit card payments. Um, so, what if the credit card company withdraws the money from your bank account on the due date? How do I go about paying in three days before the due date? So, no, the date. No, if I do that, then that means that you got it on like auto pay or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, this is my suggestion to anybody. Yeah. Don't put nothing on auto pay. I mean, that's just me because things yeah, happen, so. right? And it could be like, I don't know if one of my guys is on here, but similar situation, you know, he was on auto pay and something happened with the bank, right? Where the payment didn't go to the company. So he's thinking like, okay, I'm paid for it. Like it's on auto pay. They got their money, but really they didn't, right? And then he got dinged wow. with a late payment because the bank never got the money. So you always wow. want to stay in control of when them payments going going out to these companies so that you know and can keep you know accurate uh record of yeah you know what, what's going out in I'm your account and, and the payments and all that stuff because things do happen there's a such thing as bank error guys banks that's true uh, 
I'm sure I'm sure it get caught with a lot of dudes because they can't remember stuff. Females <laughs> 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 still using the pen and paper to sketch. But that's <laughs> right. Your <laughs> pants are handy. Or what they do is that they catch you and say, Oh, you'll get ten dollars off. If you if you do if you do auto, auto pay. pay or something, I don't do auto pay. You no, know, they try to give you a discount, but I mean, you know, I always I always look at it like this. It is is you know I always try to minimize the risk, right? So me saving that ten dollars, you know, to give y'all control over my Man. finances Man. ain't working. You get what I'm saying? So I rather I rather you know basically be in the driver's seat when it comes to paying y'all rather than y'all just taking y'all money whenever y'all feel like. And then another exactly. thing, there is a such thing as them double dip. Yes, they do. Yeah, I've seen that. Right? I've seen that. Like, yeah. And that always happened on the worst time, too. Try to get your money back and all this. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's too much. It takes longer to get it back. Exactly. That's so true. It's hard yeah. to get back your money from. And they give you a $10 discount and you make payment is No, they tell you that it'll reflect. They tell you it'll reflect on your next statement. Uh-huh. <laughs> you credit, but you can use that to pay your light bill or something. Right. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> what you got? You got, um, oh, I got? I got one more. I got one more. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's actually two, but... um. How much does student loans impact your credit score? Student loan? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the laws are changing, guys. They're not, they not as they're not making as much impact as they used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we got we got these new policies and these laws in place where they're not factoring in the student loan debt as much. Because it was a point in time where, you know, if you had sixty thousand dollars in student loan debt you really couldn't buy a home right because wow. it was affecting your dti right it's called, so if i'm for example if i'm making seventy thousand dollars a year and i and i got sixty thousand dollars i'm carrying on my credit report in debt right it don't look good to the limits so then they'll tell me well no you can't you, you can't get approved or they'll give me a lesser amount than what i need so for example if i go in and want three hundred thousand dollars for a home they only prove me for a hundred thousand because I got sixty thousand I'm carrying on my credit report. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad the rules are changing a little bit. Yeah, I thought so they was forgiving. Yeah. I thought it was forgiving student loans anyway. <laughs> that that's what that's what the uh you know that's what we uh Smokey Joe keeps saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna forgive them, but we'll see. You know. <laughs> It's a big money maker. They're not gonna forget that. He's like this. But they yeah, supposed forgive to forgive it anyway. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, got, I got one last. One. I got one last one. Um, when when refinancing on a home, what should be a minimum credit score? When 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 refinance when refinance refinancing on a home. Yeah, refinancing. Um. Well, I'm gonna say this. You can get your you can you can refi, refinance your house with a minimum score of a five eight, right? So you got some lenders that will refinance your home with a minimum score of five eight, but that's not the smartest thing to do, and I'm gonna tell you why. 
because the interest rate may be higher than if you had like a 640, which is like an entry-level credit score when you want to buy a home or refinance a home, right? So you want to... My suggestion would be uh, I would basically um, try to get my score as high as I possibly can before purchasing or refinancing. Because, for example, right, you got equity in your home. So we're going we gonna to keep it on the on a small level. I got a hundred thousand dollar house, right? And I've been paying on my I've been paying on my loan for about 10 years now. So now my balance is about 70,000, right? So I got thirty thousand dollars in equity. And my, and my percentage rate is at 4%, right? I'm at 4%, but my score is 5.8. But I want to refinance my house because I got $30,000 equity and I want to get this money, right? Get I want to get this right. so I can pull it out and buy, buy me a new car or something, right? Mm -hmm. um, the thing of it is, is that you're going to trade in that 4% that interest rate with a higher interest rate for that money because you're at a 5.8, right? Yeah. So you're going to go from a 4% to like a 5.5 or 6.5% for the 30 G's and then it don't even be worth it, right? Because <laughs> from a, you paying $1,000 a month, right? Now it went from 1000 to $1,500. You get what I'm saying? And your interest rate is high. So now it would have took you, it would have been 180 to pay your house off. Now it's, it's going to be 300000 to pay your, wow. your house off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your house was worth one hundred k. Now you're paying 300000 you know, because you wanted to take that little money. And what I tell you, our interest, you know, interest rates low right now, though. They, they, they when your credit bad, they still have. <laughs> no, that's facts. Because um, I got a friend of mine at the bank. He said, "Yo, them rates, them rates is for the bank. That ain't for y'all." Straight <laughs> up, said. Cause I was like, "Yo, the rates dropped, didn't it?" The other, he's like, "Yeah, they said they like one." Yeah, but, but I thought it was like one something. Yeah, that's, 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 that's for people with good credit, though. Don't think you're gonna go in there with a That's problem. what I'm that's, saying. That's eight hundred, eight hundred credit score. Hey, because I was considering. I thought she was gonna say something else. Cause I was like, I'm considering talking, trying to get some money out of this little thing going on now. You know, work, 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 because how much, how much that money gonna cost you? You know what I'm saying? How much is that money gonna cost? The long you? term, right? Good, right. Now we we can flip flop it, right? So right, you at a four percent. You trying to get thirty G's out your out your house out the equity, right? But your credit yep. score is seven fifty, right? Yeah. Now you can get the thirty G's and you'll go from a four percent to a one percent, right? right? That's what I want to do. So That's what I want to do. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Seven hundred dollars a month. Exactly. So that's why it's best to just have a better score when it comes to, you know, playing with these banks, man, and refinancing and getting these loans. Cause best believe they in it to make money. They in it to make That's money. It. And they love to see you walk through the door with a five eight. Yeah. Aaliyah, I don't yeah. think any, I don't think they're gonna do it for you though. Everybody heard you. Everybody you come through getting fired out here. Oh like, <laughs> 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 no, here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> like hot potatoes, they're like. Mr. Johnson, what kind of things impact your credit score? Like, make it better. Well, let's focus on what damages it. What 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 factors can can lower your um, yeah, gonna, um, credit score? Collection accounts, late payments, high utilization, right? Collection. And another, and it's crazy. Another thing that can affect your score is not having enough credit. That can affect mm. your credit mix ain't complete. You get what I'm saying? Uh, that that that's another that's another 
it, it, it don't seem as though that it's bad, but it, it is bad. So you want to have a great credit mix, meaning you want to have enough installment accounts on your file. You want to have a good mix of revolving accounts, right? Revolving is credit cards, right? Okay. Installment is like personal loans, auto loans, mortgage loans. Okay. Right? Okay. Right. So you want to have that on your file. You want to have charge accounts on there, right? Um, you want to have a great credit mix. So for example, right, if I got 12 credit cards on my file, but I don't have any loans, right? So I don't have a student loan, I don't have uh, a mortgage or auto loan, right? Um, it's affecting my, my, my credit file. My score could be, be, be better, you know what I'm saying? My score could be a lot better if I have these uh, installment loans, everything to complete the credit mix on my file. Okay. Yeah, we have a question from Maria. Yeah. Right, We're going to post that question again. Yeah. What's the best way to pay down high balances on your credit card? Um, so, I, you know, I get this question a lot, you know, and a lot of us deal with that. Like, we max out our credit card, and then some of us don't even have the money to, um, you know, to pay it back right away down. So now we in all this debt, right? So what you want to do is you start with the smallest credit card, right? You start with the smallest credit card. And you pay that card off, right? And then you work your way to the next card. That's how you start. So if you got a five hundred dollar card, a five thousand dollar card, and a ten thousand dollar card, right? Pay that five hundred dollars off first, right? Boom. Then you start with the five thousand. So it's like it's like you in a boxing ring, right? You oh, understand? Snow. You want to knock out the weakest components first. first. Yeah. yeah. Then you want to deal with Goliath at the end. You know what I'm saying? You deal with Goliath yeah. at the end. You know, yeah, just you get, your, you get your tax refunds and stuff like that. Apply that to that debt. Don't go out there and buy, you know, a new car or that new Gucci bag. You know what I'm saying? Pay pay them loans off because you can get a thousand Gucci bags with good credit. Yeah. Right? And I want to touch on that. Um, a lot of a lot of credit cards give you reward points, right? And some mm -hmm. of those reward points are dollars. They they convert it to dollars. So basically, um, when you use your card, right? They they're giving you points. So whether it's like a, a, a rewards card, like for example, air miles. So you get miles for every time, every dollar you spend, right? Um, then you got ones that are giving you cash back. So what you yeah. do is, what I tell people is that when you got credit cards, your debit cards stay at home. Okay. okay. Never use your debit cards, because guess what? You're not benefiting off using your debit card. You're not getting any points. You're not getting any type of uh, benefits of using a debit card. Mm. Use your credit cards. Mm. Only time you need to use your debit card is to pay your bill. That's it. Use those credit cards, rack those points up, right? Because then it'll come It'll come a point in time where, okay, it's been like six months and I've been utilizing my credit cards heavy, right? So I got all these points now. Now, I see a Gucci bag that I like, right? I go into Saks and I see a nice bag and I got all these points, right? So now I got, I got $1,200 worth of reward points. I'm going to take those reward points and go buy that Gucci bag, right? Rather than going and spending my hard-earned right. money, right. you right. know, to buy the Gucci bag. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I teach that in my mentorship on how to leverage, on how to leverage your credit and how to maximize those points. And if you're a big, if you, if you're a big traveler, right, uh, like, mm. like our guy from the audience up there, right, you want to <laughs> get you a travel car. Well, you can go to Jamaica anytime you get ready for the free. Right? Wow. For okay. the free off your reward points. And then what's so sweet, right? Is that a lot of them are affiliated with these five star hotels, 
and stuff like that. So you can get free nights to the room by being a, a certain affiliate with a certain credit card. You know, um, man, it's just a lot of little perks that you can do, you know, with that too. So you can live lavish, but you can live lavish for free just by leveraging your credit. Yeah, we got to look into that. You see that? So, you got all the islands checking in yeah. just now. Cayman Islands. I got oh, Virgin God. Islands right yeah. now. Yeah. Virgin yeah. Islands yeah. is hitting me up right now because in the so, Virgin Islands, because they say right now, since they connected, they're asking. I got Shelly out in the Virgin Island, and she's asking. She want to know how she can increase her score without paying her bills because she hate paying her bills. <laughs> so. Okay. I got, a, I, got a, I got a little, we call them hacks, that she could do, right? So if you got, for example, your, your credit score is high, right? I mean, your, 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 your debt is high. So you got about $30,000 in debt on your credit, right? Uh, call up one of your family members who got a $30,000 credit card with, that they don't use, right? It's available. And have mm -hmm. them add you as an authorized user. Then what that's going to do is it's going to offset your debt. So now you went yeah. from $30,000 in debt, that $30,000 in debt that you was carrying, you now have $30,000 in credit. So yeah. now it, just, it, it balances yeah, out the cloud and it makes your score good. And now you can you can then go and try to get another credit card, right? Or, yeah. or a loan or something, right? To go and pay off those debts that you had, you know, the $30,000 debts or whatever, right? You can do that. That's another way to kind of finagle, you know, the credit yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But that that's got, really so difficult to have the family member. I got it. They don't want to no, they can put you as an authorized user, but not give you the card. Okay. Right. So you well, can't I use mean, it. <laughs> you know, you got, you got trust yeah. me. What, what, what they say, you know, there, there's always somebody out here that can help. Yes. You yeah. Know, always. Yeah. Always. I got always. California checking in now. California saying, um, so Kelly's asking, how can I get my apartment payments? On my credit score. Oh, it's called Rent Reporter. Oh, okay. Never heard about that. Yeah, it's called Rent Reporter. So basically, um, with Rent Reporters, right, you give them your information and all that good stuff. And what happens is they um they report it and they can backdate it. So for example, if you've been there for um for three years or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. They'll backdate the, the the history three years from when you first started your first rental payment. So check out rent reporters. The only downside to it is that they only report to the TransUnion Credit Bureau. Sure. That's the okay. only thing. I never but, knew that existed. That's good information. Yeah, but you're gonna get you know at least some type of uh you know credit or something like that. You know benefits off yep. paying your rent because. I mean, you just a lot it. of renters out there. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of renters out there that's not benefiting off paying. No, you know? and you can benefit off it by rent report for sure. Didn't know that. Okay. Didn't know Didn't that. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's <laughs> yo. Once again, gotta go get the book. Yeah, I get see, the man. Book. Flip it upside down. You got it upside down. John John. Okay. Look at it, man. Gotta get the book. My available on Amazon. Go and get the book. Yeah, Miami got the rest. Everything is in there. Everything yeah. is in there. MIA got the rest We're going to plug man. everything at the end. I got one more question coming out of California. California's asking, which which um credit agency is the best one to um to report like when your credit is um stolen? I guess your identity or credit oh, is stolen. Okay. So we're going to talk about, I remember you mentioned that um, earlier. So we're going to yeah. talk about identity theft, right? So 
identity theft is on the rise, guys. Like it's a lot yeah. of fraud going on. You got, you know, mm. I, I got a letter just recently saying that um, you know, like they got like some type of unemployment fraud going on or something. If if you know you had unemployment or yeah. filed somebody filed for unemployment in your name, that's identity theft, guys. Right? Mm -hmm. And what you want to do is the step that you and I, and I talk about this in the credit recipe book too. Right. Uh, what you want to do is you want to first get a police report. That's first yes. and foremost. Um, get a police report, bring in your credit reports, right, to, to, to the station and show them, look, I didn't do this. This this wasn't me. This is not my address that's reporting on my file. I don't know, you know, where this account came from. And so what they're going to do is they're going to give you a, a police report, right? Once you got your police report, what you want to do is you want to um, freeze. You want to freeze your bureau. So I'll talk about that in the book too. You want to put place a freeze on your bureau so that who, the perpetrators aren't continuing to screw you over, right? Mm. You got a freeze on it and you want to put a fraud alert on there as well, right? So what the fraud alert does is it notifies you when someone is using your credit or running your credit for anything. You know, that's like a, uh, 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 basically like a layer of security that you, that you will have on your file, right? And then secondly, what you want to do is you want to go over to identitytheft.gov, right? Identitytheft.gov, and you want to uh, file what they call, fill out what they call an identity theft affidavit. So on that affidavit, we're going to list your information, you know, the accounts that, um, that, 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 that was, uh, committed in the identity theft. Um, you're going to list, if you know who the perpetrator was, you can list that as well. And once you complete it, right, you're going to print that out. You're going to print that out and you're going to, you're going to send it to Experian, Equifax, Transient, right? You're going to send them the, the identity theft affidavit along with your police report and your, uh, your, your support documents, so like to verify your identity. So for example, a copy of your driver's license, passport, um, social security card, you know, stuff like that. And you're gonna mail it in certified mail and mm. um, it'll take about three to seven days for the bureaus to get it once they get it. So that's why I say you send it off certified because you can track it on when they got it. Once they got it, wait, a, wait another three days and call and say, look, did you guys receive my um, identity theft, um, you know, packet affidavit, and they're gonna tell you, yes, we received it, and um, there's a possibility that they can start removing things right then and there. Um, okay. All the correct documents in place. Okay. Yeah. Credit freeze. Um, can you? So you put it on for identity theft purposes. Does it last like a, a certain time, or can you just remove it when you want to? You can remove it whenever you want. Um, okay. it's not, it's not set in stone. Um, because sometimes, you know, what I tell people is you do have a life after identity theft, right? Mm -hmm. You have a life after identity theft. So you're going to want to apply for stuff. You know, life goes on. You're going to want to apply for things. You're going to want to still, you know, still live, you know, yeah. you're gonna need your credit for that. So, um, a lot of companies, they're not going to be able to have access to your file if it's still frozen. So you're going to have to unfreeze, you know, certain things depending on what you're doing. Or whatever it is that you're trying to acquire so um you know you want to unfreeze that and if you want to you know play it safe you unfreeze it for a temporary amount of time just right. for that day or two days and then have them freeze it back again just to stay okay. stay safe you know okay. so, so all them 
I got someone from Cali just sent me back. They blasting off on me. Like I missed one question. My bad. So there you go. It says, um, I guess Cali, they, they got a lot of things going on over there. All right. They said they want to have some tips on how to build a FICO score and how to remove incorrect information from their credit report. You said they wanted, I, I didn't hear that part. Tips on how to build the FICO score and how to remove incorrect information from their credit report. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with the first <laughs> tips on how to FICO. build, right? So yeah. uh, what you want to do is the best way to build is, um, you know, you start with like a like what we talked about. You have a family member, you know, you piggyback off of their credit file, right? That's the quickest way to start building. And, and, and once the, the the longer the history and the higher the limit, the better for you. Okay. So for example, uh, you know, if you got your granddad got a car that's 20 years old and the limit like 40 or $50,000, right? That looks good. That looks good on your credit file. And it, it makes it a lot easier for you to start building. And what you want to start at is, you know, Capital One is like an entry level uh, company that'll extend you out, you know, credit to, to start building and stuff like that. Discover is another good company. Um, as well. So what you want to do is you want to uh, once once uh, granddad adds you to his card, you go ahead and apply and they may give you a limit of what $5,000 or something like that, right? You use that card. This is this this is good. This is I'm going to give y'all some game today. So after every three billing statements, you ask for an increase or you apply mm -hmm. for another card, right? Um, so for example, that $5,000 card that you got you want to max that card out, five thousand. Pay it back before the uh, the reporting date, right? So pay it back down to one between one and ten percent. So between five and fifty dollars, right? Um, you want to do that for three months straight, and then you want to ask for increase. So what happens is uh, the bank's going to say, well, it's going to look like they haven't given you enough credit because you're steady maxing your card, out, right? So to them, it looks like they haven't given you enough. So now, after the third month, so after that third billing statement, uh, you ask for the increase, it go from 5000 to 20000 You know what I'm saying? So that's how you're able to get increases and continue, continue to like build your file out. And you do that with all of your credit cards. You do that with all of them, you know? Okay. And the second question was, uh, how to um, negatives off your credit card? Yeah, remove, yeah, how to, yeah. Okay, so with that, um, the book, I got the templates in the book and talk about how to dispute things, but there's also yeah. the consumer law side uh, of the two. And uh, 15 U.S. Code 1681B, right? It talk about uh, permissible purposes, right? So if a company didn't have a permissible purpose to pull your file, um, as a consumer, right, under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, you have the right uh to, to remove that and you know um under the fcra you know certain laws the credit report agency the credit bureau they have to respect those laws they have to honor that and um if they don't right then they're civilly liable again right so so they're civilly liable meaning it's a thousand dollars per violation right okay. they, they don't honor the law and you know, I, I go I go into detail about that um in a mentorship because that's a you know 
that's another process in itself uh, with the pre litigation and, you know, showing you how to go about, you know, going with that. But, uh, yeah, the FCRA, Congress is, is your friend. Congress is your best friend. And the law also states that a lot of people don't know this, but you have the you have the control of what's being reported about you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So mm. basically, the Equifax TransUnion Experian has to have your written permission to furnish information about you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So Katie, Katie out in uh, Oakland, California, there's your answer. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give you another. You have a fee, can I can you have a, go ahead. Do you have a fee, a price on what you charge for uh credit repair and what you charge for business credit? Do you have different fees or do you do that? Do you do that or no? Yes, I, I so I help I help uh my clients and my mentees build business credit. Um uh, my my prices is on my website. And that's, uh, oh, okay. that's yeah, that's ls-financialservices.net. So that, that's my website, and you can find my mentorship. You can actually find a book on the site, too. I know it's on Amazon, but it's also on my website as well. Um, if you want it faster, I'm going to be honest, go on Amazon to get it, because can't nobody be Amazon, right? <laughs> so, and we're going to so, put the link so, yeah. up also. So anyone that's looking for all your information, we're going to post it also. So we're going to okay. do all that. So can I piggyback onto the deleting items off of your credit report? Mm-hmm. Have you ever um, had the experience of items um, that were deleted coming back on to the credit report? Okay, so yeah, that's that's the term for that is reinsertion, right? Okay. Uh, that that they actually supposed to give you by law um, if mm-hmm. an account is deleted off the file, right? Um, and they try to reinsert it back on your credit. They supposed to send you a 15 day notice first before they reinsert anything on your credit. And 90% of the time they don't do that. And so you can, you can hit them with that. Like, look, this account was uh, recently deleted and has been reinserted. I was not notified or I didn't get a 15 day notice Um, by law. I was supposed to get a notice and I didn't receive that. And basically you kind of, you basically uh, tell them they got to show you proof of claim. Right. So you got to give me proof that you sent me uh, a notification that this was going to be reinserted. Right. And ninety nine point nine percent of the time they, they don't. So uh, that's a that's a way of uh, getting it off. And also um, the uh, 15 USC 1681 A is an alpha. The number two B is in boy. Right. That that also just states that, um, you know, you authorize what's being reported about you anyway. So if, if it gets on there and you want it off, you know, using that law, you tell them, look, this account is on here without my authorization, without my written permission. I want it off. Right now, a lot of them guys, they not a lot of the bureaus will give you a hard time. So don't be afraid to file a lawsuit to get them violations. Because remember, like I said, um, under 15 U.S.C. 1681, uh, um, I think it's their credit report. Uh, 81, I think it's H or E is one of the, no, it's D. I'm sorry, guys. So 15 USC 1681 D, it talks about uh, civil liability and it talks mm-hmm. about thousand dollars per violation. Um, with uh, if they don't basically abide by the FCRA guidelines, meaning, um, uh, if 
if it was out of if, if you guys basically don't comply it's, it's mm. basically failure to comply with the law if you don't comply with the law then you're liable for a thousand dollars per violation right per account all of it. you know what i'm saying wow. so there are people, oh, there are people gems. right now guys that are getting thousand mm. i'm gonna say this five figure right four and five figure checks from the bureau mm-hmm. for violating their rights okay yeah, nice. there are people out here that are getting four and five figure checks from debt collection agencies who are violating their rights Gems. Oh, they're the worst. The debt collection agencies are the worst. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was to study the fair debt collection practices, like, right? And there's a law in there that states that if your phone rings from a debt yep. collector, you are owed $1,000 for every time they call you, right? So wow. That's, that's, that's called harassment, okay? It's called you harassment. Get dumb- you get double if they call you on your job. I keep getting those. Call you on your job. That's a thousand dollars. Give me three words I can say when we get your calls. I'm going to tell you when, what I when do. When I get your call, what can I say? Hey, I'm going to tell you what I do. When he goes, hello. Can I speak to John? John said, oh, this is Q. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't call no, that. I answer those calls like... Hello. <laughs> so what you want to do, right? When a debt collector calls, right? Yeah. Right, this is what you want to say. Yeah. You don't want to volunteer any information, right? And don't be afraid to talk to them. And I and I talk and I go over this in the mentorship too. So I show you how to how to handle these collection agencies, right? All you have to say is, look, you quote the law, 15 US. Are you familiar with the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act? Most of them will say yes. And I would say, do you understand that you're violating my rights as a federally protected consumer? And it's not legal advice. It's just the law, right? Mm-hmm. When they when they say that this is an attempt to collect the debt and it can be used, you know, that, that's a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's a thousand dollars. They say that they're calling to collect the debt. That's a thousand dollars, guys. You just introduced us to a new stream of income. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Listen. I, there's people that do this. They wait on the mail to come to see if they have something out of the mail. Listen, man. Hold up. So I shouldn't hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have kept them on the line because I'm attempting to play. Record all phone calls, guys. And mm. hey, let them know. Like, I'm recording this. It's call. being recorded. You know okay. Record those calls. Okay. You know, let them know you violate. Look, if they if they talk to you in a in in, in, in a loud tone, <laughs> it's So I'm telling you guys, um, and, and you know, shout out to uh, brother Umar Clark, and um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 shout out to Shaquan Envy. Um, you know, I was following them. And, and, and like basically they 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 are they uh talk about consumer law and basically how to exercise your rights as a consumer and i was able to learn a lot from them you know what i'm saying so i definitely want to shout them out today and uh the bureau books you know shout we them appreciate out. you today for real thank you so much mr Jackson. yes let me ask you a question do you travel you travel with the mentorship or is it just uh, in chicago it's chicago based it, it's it's chicago based but you know um, 
if 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 a person come to me and they and 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 they really want information and they talking right, I mm. I will leave my four doors and I will come and I will sit with you until you get this information because man, it's so vital that we especially in the times we're living in now. Yes. Guys, we need to know our laws and our rights because yes. there, there, there's a such thing as a vaccination affidavit. I don't know if y'all know that, but no. uh, it's called a vaccination exemption affidavit. You don't want to get vaccinated. You know, mm-hmm. you can serve the, the corporation that, you know, you're working for or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the scenario may be and say, look, you know, under these rights, look, I want to be exempt from this. This is my right. You know, so, man. Hey, brother. Like, I'm They had it from us in the books. Yeah. Free. Um, yes. There's videos out here. You know, man, like this is a this is a very important time that we really get to know who we are, guys. It's, it's yeah, a very man. important time because they really they 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 just trying to take our rights right up on our feet, guys. And it's up to us to know, you know, who we are and enforce. You know, you yeah. and I, we we we're gonna talk like how we normally talk. You know what I'm saying? Off camera. But me and you go, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna try to make something happen and see if we can connect and get you out here. Yeah. Out here and possibly I'm gonna see what's up with some other states, man. Because that infant just the little gems that you drop is mind blowing right now. Yeah. And I yeah. think in our neighborhoods, you really need to spread that. You need to yeah. spread that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need. Can I ask one more question? Oh, go ahead. You wanted to say? So, okay, over the past few years, employers, so you're going out for employment and they are checking your credit. Tell us a little bit about that. Can we um, can we sign a waiver for it? How, what can we do? So, so, so once again, guys, you know, um, you have the right of who's looking at your file. You have the right to control who's looking at your file. You have the right to authorize those things. So if you don't want to, for example, have an employer look at your, your file, right? And they deny you, right? Um, because they couldn't look at your credit, right? Now you got a discrimination case, right? Now you got a discrimination case. Um, and, 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 and and we can, you know, this that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But, Thank but you though. You, you tapping on the you tapping on the discrimination thing and that, and that if even for example, you know, uh I want y'all to look up the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, right? Okay. I look that up, and it talks about that um you need you you're not even supposed to be denied for for a loan credit or anything, right? You ain't supposed to get denied, you know, because that's discrimination. It's it's, it's in the law. So, so wow. for, if, I, if I go to Discover, right, and they deny me, and my credit could be jacked up, right? <laughs> it's my right. You can't deny me. You deny me. That's discrimination. And I've, I've I've seen, you know, people who have who have had jacked up credit get credit cards from these companies using utilizing the law, utilizing. Okay. The law. So that's what it's that's what it's all about. The law wasn't designed for us. <laughs> it was designed. It was a design against us. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. It's, true. I, it's a. It's a lot, guys. Like, because you know. we weren't supposed to remit read. Remember? Yeah. Right. I think I, people I, forget. I, I think people I, forget I, forget yeah. that that yeah. we weren't supposed to be reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to touch on the people that's watching who um who are 
probably getting court documents or getting served to go to court, getting sued by debt collectors, right? Um, the law states uh, that, um, and that's the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, right? It states that uh, that a debt collector cannot be an attorney, and an attorney cannot be a debt collector. Okay. Mm. So when they send you when they send you a letter saying they're gonna take you to court, go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the law. The law also states that a judge can't force you to pay a debt because the definition of debt, y'all, is uh, it's an obligation or an alleged obligation, right? Uh, and so what that means is that a debt is only a debt if you want it to be a debt or whatever you identify that. You get what I'm saying? And so okay. um, just to drop a gem on you guys, 15 U.S.C. 1692G, as in George, validation of debt, right? You want to... You wanna, if they if they uh send you to a court document and you got to go to court because they suing you over a debt right go to court and give them what we discussed earlier cease and desist slash validation of debt left right you want to get that and i have those templates on my website you want to get that you want to fill it out properly um and i'll show you how to fill those out properly and you take those to court and guys 99.9 percent .9 of people who have went through me that's been sued from from a credit card company, right? They, they can and they throw it out. The judge say case dismissed. I see a lot of those. I don't know. I, I like looking at court records, and I have seen a good amount of those. <laughs> one of my clients, one of my clients said he, one of my clients said he went to the courtroom with a a, a jar full of pennies. <laughs> And say he, he say he went in that because it's something he said it was something in the uh closet said something about if you um if you can't pay with uh it don't t it, it don't tell you what to pay with yeah yeah because money is not considered something you can use whatever you want to use to pay yeah, and I it's, think it's currency, so you pay anything. Yeah, it don't tell you in the in the in the court documents. They don't tell you how to pay. It just says you need to pay, but they don't tell people that. People when people see pay, they just think money, but it's it's several things that you can pay with besides money. I, I know people who pay with their link card. With they what? With their link card, the EBT card. Oh, I believe you. But there's people out here that are so stern with this law. They know this law. Like, oh, yeah. Crazy. I believe you. They go to the courthouse and pay with their EBT card. Mm -hmm. Nope. Not kidding. Not kidding. <laughs> I heard some story. This recipe tonight was organic, man. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. We're going to have to. We Thank go. you. We're going to put a part two together because, yo, this, let me tell you something. I just had to pause for a minute because they flooding, they flooding it right now. With, yo, <laughs> Questions. I got one young lady and I'm going to do this for her because she was, I guess she trying, what's she trying to buy? A new, somebody in here saying she trying to buy, trying to buy a new car or something, I guess. Okay. So the young lady wants to know uh, what's the typical uh, credit score, I guess, to buy or at least a car. What's the typical credit score to buy a car? Yeah, what's a good score, I guess, or, to, or to least um, to least or I'm I'm gonna say this. Oh yeah, and we don't man, we like we gotta go back to the violation. So look, I'm gonna say this. If you if you if you I wouldn't buy a vehicle unless I'm at a six fifty or better. That's just okay. me. Meaning your credit is average. That's that's considered average. 
So you want to have average credit to get 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 a good rate, right? But what I mm. what I what I highly recommend, this is a recommendation, guys, is that don't go into a dealership uh having them run your credit a thousand times to get an approval. Go to mm. your local credit union, and your mm. local credit union will approve you at a much lower rate. Right. They won't run your credit a thousand times, right? And you take that check right to the dealership, right to the dealership. That, we call it uh self. Uh, sell finance. So you come in with your own finance. So that check from your credit union, you take that to the dealership and you take that check and then you go purchase the car with that check. Because, yep. you know, you're you're alleviating getting 20 inquiries on your credit. Now, I'm going to touch on it. Not only thing. that, you're going to be in and out of there. In and the gym. Out, <laughs> look, they don't like it. Might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> they, and they don't, and he right, they don't like it because I don't had to go off on like them it. several times. I don't had to go off on them several times when they try to get my kids. I go in, I'll be like, no, no, come on. Mm-hmm. That's the smartest <laughs> way to purchase a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the smartest Self way. Self credit. Now, if you do go into a dealership, right? And uh, what they say? <laughs> <laughs> That depends on your score. <laughs> Only Maria. Only Maria. <laughs> hey, that's Maria who wants to fix her balance. <laughs> she got to get off that red bottle. <laughs> Actually, we got her in debt. <laughs> Oh, man. You were saying, Mr. Johnson, myself credit. Yo, I want to thank you very much. Wait, wait, wait. He got to finish up. He got to finish up. You were continuing oh, about self credit. Okay. So basically, um, you know, if, if the dealership do runs, run your credit, eight, eight, say they, they ran it 20 times, right? Yeah. You can send a, 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 um, a FCRA violation letter to the company. It's a thousand dollars per inquiry that you did authorize because you went into the dealership. So, for example, you went to ABC dealership. Yeah. You told ABC dealership to run your credit, not Santander, not Wells Fargo, not Chase Auto Finance, oh. ABC dealership. Okay. Right. Okay. So, if you got twenty inquiries on your file and you didn't authorize that, you're looking at about twenty thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars per inquiry that you didn't authorize. Okay. Nice. Just put that out there for the people. And, and the last thing I want to share was that uh, 15 U.S. Code 1681A um, is an alpha, the number four. It talks about your right to privacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, it says that the Consumer Reporting Agency has to respect the consumer's right to privacy, meaning your address employers, phone numbers, all of that information on the consumer report, you can get that removed. Okay. Off of that law right there cuz you have a right to privacy. They don't state what privacy is. It can it can be an account, right? They yeah. have to respect your right to privacy. So nice. for example, you got some stalker dude that's looking, you know, that that want to know where you live, right? You can remove those addresses off your file. You get what I'm saying? To protect yeah. your right to privacy, because it becomes a liability issue, right? So if they refuse to do it, and something happens to you, and you got it on call, that look, 
that you guys are violating my right to privacy, something happened to me, that's a big liability. And I, okay. I but these attorneys are love to take on that case. Huh. So, Man. yeah, yeah. The Jews, the Jews, the Jews. I mean, listen. Way to remove bankruptcies off your credit, right to privacy. Oh. Courts don't work with the credit reporting agency because they know it's against the law. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so what they do is they go to these smaller bureaus and uh, it, it, it's called Pacer, right? They create an account mm -hmm. on Pacer to see if you've been in any, in any type of legal trouble, right? But yeah. you didn't get authorization to go look you up, right? That's against right. the law. But they report yeah. your privacy on your credit. So I just gave y'all mm. some game right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have a right to privacy. They reported your bankruptcy, which was a violation of your privacy, right? Yeah. 15 U.S. Code 1681A4, right? You can yeah. sue them for that and get that bankruptcy removed off your credit report. Nice. That's why I was asking. That's why I asked you the question about the credit reporting, the credit, um, uh, the um, not credit bureau, but the uh, uh, collection agency that has my loan. Mm -hmm. That's why I asked you that because they're not really supposed to be doing that. No, they have no authorization. They have no, no legal so that's 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 my whole point as to if they have my loan, I should be able to get rid of that. Yeah. So it, you know, there's a be a there'll be a few steps that you would need to take, a couple things that you would need to file, but it can definitely happen in your favor, Queen. So just you know, just reach out. And I, I definitely you know, am on that for sure. I I'll um exchange that, Leah, if you need. Okay. Not take no problem. So um, for everyone out there, this is the book. This is the holy grail right here. Understand it me? sure is. You need to go get this right now. <laughs> and it's Available on Amazon. The links will be on the site here as well. The credit recipe. It'll okay. Be in the, the YouTube description. And it's the organic. And it's going to be everything you need to know about Ralph Johnson. The credit recipe, where it's located, and his mentorship will be on the YouTube page, okay? Also, Mr. Johnson, if you want, please do plug all your information and where they can find you, please. Okay, so my I'm, I'm on Instagram, right? So my Instagram is CE0, not O, but 0, because it wasn't available, uh, life, L-Y-F-E. Um, that that is that is me on IG guys. So C E zero underscore L Y F E is where you can find me at uh, on IG guys. Um, also, my business IG is LS underscore financial on Instagram. Um, my website is LS dash financial services dot net, and that's where you'll find you know pricing and what I offer guys um, to the people. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can get something going for the youth. Um, I it would be a great thing to um try and get you out here in Miami just to um connect with a lot of these different communities out here, just to educate the youth that way they do not take the wrong path. Go down the, the rabbit hole. Yeah, they save the youth from the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So I'm gonna start. Yeah, we'll start making I'll start making some phone calls. To some heads that I know down here as well, and we, me and you, you know, 
we've always talked about this. Yeah, well, you so, know, Florida is like, man, I love coming down there. I go down there at least three times a year. My kids love it, so <laughs> I don't mind coming down to Florida, guys. And, you know, say no more. Say no more. And really educating our people. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. We need to give our the next generation the best head start we possibly can. Yes. And, and, yeah. that, and that really starts with credit, guys. Yes, right. exactly. Money and credit moves things, guys. It moves things. It moves mountains. Oh, we've seen that for my counterparts. <laughs> so, yeah, we know we know the deal. We we definitely do know the deal. But uh, I want to thank you so much once again, Ralph Johnson. The book is called The Credit Recipe. Located, you can find it on Amazon. Amazon. Also, consultation, mentorship. All the information will be there. Okay? So once again, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight on Live at the Barbershop. Any credit situation, and we will have him back. We will have you back. We're going to do a part two on this situation. Because there were so many questions that we can't even get them all in for tonight. Yeah. So I want to thank you once again. You can find us on all the platforms once again. So you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Amazon, where you can find the book, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Audible, Podcaster, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and of course, iHeartRadio. Once again, Ralph Johnson, the credit Thanks recipe, go get it. You learned so much tonight. The gems is out there. Yeah. The gems is out there. Matter of fact, I made a mistake. Thank you. I made a mistake earlier because... We're affiliated with another close friend of ours from the show called Dr. Johnson. But I'll be honest with you, you got your doctorate right now. I'll give it to you right there. Dr. Johnson, number two. Thank you very much. Live at the barbershop. Thank you very much. I'll see you next Friday. Jessica. Thank you. Go out in the world and be somebody. <laughs>